The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And ho, 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 boy, do I feel like a ho after the Bungles game. We got hoed down big time. So, welcome to show 119, and I am Raider Greg. Well, let me tell you, there's a whole lot of nothing that's been going on with the Oakland Raiders. We seem to be uh, circling the drain and ever so ever so dangerous to the edge of the drain. Or maybe some people think we're in the drain. Uh, some people already think we hit the bottom of the drain. Um, nonetheless, here we are. So, without further ado, let me crack back into the show. Yeah, yeah. Do you know about my city? The city of Oak. Oh, don't you know? Do you know about my city? The city of Oak. Oh, don't you know? Now let's take a little trip down memory lane. Today's show, Raider fans, will be a post-game take from the Raider Nation podcast, and of course, a pre-game for the silence of the lambs. Clarice, is that you? Thank you, Raider Frank, for that take. I love it. The silence of lambs. Let's silence those lambs. I ate his liver with some fava beans. Nice and of course, today we have so many questions and so few answers, but I'm going to try to organize those questions with the help of Calico Jack, and uh, we'll talk about that from the Black Flag Network. Also, we have Sergeant Major Chris Rodriguez. If you guys don't remember, he was in Iraq and sent an email, wanted to come to a Raider game. Well, he's coming. He's coming to see us silence the lambs. <laughs> yeah, silence those lambs is right. Sergeant Major Chris Rodriguez was graciously given two tickets from Amy Trask herself upon receiving the email that we sent to her, uh, the correspondence between us and uh, Chris Rodriguez. It's a beautiful thing. The nation is still alive. The heart is still beating just like we're taking a beating and of course john paul nuno diehard raider fan this guy is tough nuts boy let me tell you right now driving across country to see his yes his oakland raiders at the oakland coliseum silence the lambs john paul nuno is our ticket winner so we're gonna have one hell of a tailgate uh this sunday please if you can make it Come on, stop by. We're in the South parking lot. You cannot miss the Raider Nation podcast tailgate. It's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun out there. And, well, you can see because you've got to check out the, of course, Raider Nation videocast to check that out without a doubt. I want to remind Raider fans, if you go to my site, uh, RaiderNationPodcast.com, there is a, a survey. Now, I'm asking you to put this survey. It's a pretty... It's a big deal. It takes a little bit of time and a little bit of effort. Um, actually, it takes quite a bit, uh, to be honest with you. It will help me to acquire a sponsor to help make the show much better. We have some better equipment that's been donated, actually given to us. Um, and we need some more stuff. I just need maybe a little bit nicer computer so that 
the show gets a little bit better. There's other things that we need here on the show. So if you could help me out, not with any money, I just need to have this little bit of information popped in there. Uh, just get it on in there and see if you can help me out here. Help me out. Because, you know, it's a long, hot, dry summer. And if you want the Raider Nation podcast to survive, um, at least have more shows than not, I'm going to need a little assistance this year. So please, I beg of you, get down on it. Check out the website. Check out the questionnaire. Get to it. Get done. And move on. So we can continue to send you quality podcasts from the Raider Nation podcast. Also the video cast. You know, um, I got to tell you, it's not... It's not free, what I do here on the on the Internet for uh, the Renation. Um, I don't ask for money very often. I did ask for some, um, I think it was last year, by, by the way, um, to get some stuff that we needed because it was getting awful thin around here, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, and it helped me out, helped me over the hump, helped me buy the time I needed to set up the video cast. So little things like that helped me out a great deal. And I appreciate it from the Raider Nation. It's a tough time to ask for nothing. I don't need no money. All I need is a little information on that thing right there. Pop it in. Help me to get some sponsors on my website. And that will help the Raider Nation podcast to move forward like I hope our team moves forward. So, first story of the day. The post game for the Cincinnati Bengals. I got one word for you. Bullshit. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. That's the game. That's it right there. We played terrible on the defense, on the offense. And, of course, Shankowski came along and did his best imitation of his last game, hitting the pole. I think that's that. maybe there should be some points for hitting the pole. It's a lot harder to hit the pole than it is to get through the pole. Evidently, we would be scoring many points if there was a point for that. My point is either get some bigger pants, Shankowski, or you know what? We're going to have a lot of competition for you this offseason, which will be also part of the questionnaire or the um, the questions we're going to throw out here to the Raider Nation. Yeah, there's not much I can say, man. I've said it all. I've talked about Shell. I've talked about the Moss. I've talked about Porter. I've talked about putting Curry in, which is going to happen in this game. Because Moss twisted his ankle. Boo-hoo! You are one sorry-ass biatch, Randy Moss. If you're too old to play the game, then get the hell out. Give Al Davis a check for the money you took and hit the freaking road. Now, see, I'm getting a little too into it right now, but I could go on and on, and I'm not just, just not gonna. I just find I have to look deep, just like every other Raider fan does, to find the inspiration to, to continue the punishment throughout these last couple of games. The last gasp of a 2-14 and 14 team, I am sure. The Rams will come in. They beat us before 28-0, uh, I think it was 14. And they are probably going to do it again. The Rams are coming in after a loss to the Bears. They got pummeled. So they're going to come out with some attitude and try to prove that they can make it happen against the lowly Raiders. Like everybody's done all 
season long. The only good thing about it is we can be there in person to see it. Absolutely. We can see our team, watch that melee and what happens. Who knows? Every game we've been hoping for a miracle and for seven straight. Looks like ain't none in the house. The Raiders are in a dismal shape. At this point, a team, uh, I find it hard for any team to rise to the occasion. I doubt very seriously if our Oakland Raiders put up a game. Quite honest with you, it is time for them to quit. I understand everyone's going to flip out. I'm going to get a lot of negative emails. But this is what happens when you have this kind of season. Do you want to tell me that you're going to risk your possibility of going to another team next year, possibility of a contract, possibility of an injury at the very least that could take you out of the game until next season or past next season? Hell no. That ain't going to happen. Hell no. If it were me, I'd say hell no too. I would play as much as I could, but I ain't going to go that extra step. I ain't going to sacrifice Jack for this team because we ain't going no place because we ain't been no place lately. I'm talking about the last four seasons. What, and excuse me, what a fucking mess. I cannot believe it. It is absolutely disheartening to look at the loss-win column in the last four years. You would think after four years we would start to tilt this boat upright. We've been hearing it every offseason that things are different, things are changing. There have been moves made, albeit short, albeit nearsighted, albeit wrong. And we'll talk about that in the question segment. But I'll tell you, the Rams will come into Oakland and give us everything we could possibly handle. And if the team, like I think, has given up, that's what it looks like to me, looks to me that the team has given up and now it's individual players trying to show that they belong here, that they want to earn their check next season. That's kind of what's going to happen. So they will be just as bad a play just as hacked up an offense, and the defense, I hope they show up. That's all I can say. I hope they show up because a team like this, I'll tell you, I've seen it. We've seen it four years in a row. The last two or three games, last gasps of the team have been woefully crap. Okay? And, I mean, it's it's just, you know, just trying to – Vented out there for the Raider Nation. I've gone off. I've you know I've cussed. I've screamed. Everyone else pounding your feet. You know, screamed like a baby. Got punished by every single team in the league, at the exception of the lowly Cardinals and the dysfunctional Pittsburgh Steelers. So you know what else can I say, Raider Nation? I can't say much at all. What I can say is I'm just as frustrated as the rest of you. And I know it's been a while since my podcast. And I'll tell you, right, be honest with you, I have not been in the freaking mood to do this show. I have just struggled with trying to find something to say. So I will not continue to ramble like my wife says I do. I will just say it from the heart. I am tired. Are you tired? I'm tired. I'm tired. The only thing that saves the season, and it happens every year, is the fans. The only thing that saves the game is the fans. So get your ass.
pass out there to the Raiders versus the Rams because I'll tell you right now, we need fans in the seats. We need some screaming going on, and it's getting awful low there at the Oakland Coliseum. So we need to get people out there, get people screaming, and hopefully we can get come away with a freak victory. But don't take it to the book because the book will take your money, honey, and I ain't kidding. So let's see. What shall we say about what's going on? I told you already that Randy Moss has had some issues with his uh, ankle. So you can just forget about that. The Rams are 5-8. and eight. They jumped off to a 4-1 and one start this season, unlike us being 0-5. We had no life showing when the Rams looked like they were on their way to the playoffs. And they fumbled and bumbled their way to a 5-8, and eight, where they are right now. Oakland just got beat hard at a 27-10 loss last week against the Bungles, which was embarrassing because I have a neighbor across the street who's, of all things, a Bungle fan. And, of course, I had to see all the Bungle wear come out, the Tiger, all that crap. And, well, you know what? I just deserve it. Our team is playing exactly how um, teams play when they get beat. And the fans have to just suck it up. And Raider fans got to suck it up, man. I'm telling you, it's bullshit, but that's the way it goes, baby. You're going to have to stand proud and loud because right now, man, is the time that separates the cream. Because if you ain't standing up, man, you better sit your ass down. And I mean it. You better stand up as a fan now Because this is it. And all your friends, when we start turning this ship around, whenever, all them bandwagon fans, you're going to be turning around going, hey, I thought you were a, hey, I thought you were a Seagull fan. Hey, I thought you were a Bungles fan. Hey, you're going to find all kinds of silver and black, brand new t-shirts and paraphernalia. I'm telling you, you got to hang. You got to hang. Raiders true blue. Raiders to the bone. Silver and black running through our veins. We are the Raider Nation. And be proud. Be proud, man. Don't put your shit in the back yet. You better be wearing it because we got a couple games left. We have got to represent all the way to the end. Do not choke. Do not be a chump. Do not show the rest of the, the, the teams in the league that uh, we jump ship because I'm telling you, as far as I'm concerned, I ain't jump ship. I'm sure pissed off, but I ain't jump no ship. And I think that's the same way it is with the nation. I'm sorry I went on a tangent there. Randy Moss, 42 catches for 533 yards and three TDs. What a dismal season for that guy. That is pathetic for the money we are paying him. I don't want to say another word about it. Punk ass biatch. Archell, of course, goes to his defense. Well, when you roll your when you roll your ankle like that, oh Art, I've got enough to say about Archell. And as long as I just said his name, because I've been trying to avoid it, Art, you're fired. Okay, you're fired. Art needs to go because we cannot have Lombardi and Art in the same office. We cannot have the discontent in the locker room. And it seemed to 
come right along with Art Shell. There was not this much when Turner was here. I'd say when Mr. Rogers was running the team, there wasn't this disarray. At the very least, he got along with the quote-unquote GM, who I like to call these days the BM of operations. Archell, I'm sorry. You tried. Uh, your, Your plan was just not working. You don't have it. You can't do it. You got a lot of heart. I love you, baby, but you are out. I think that is like the first thing, and I hope that we don't wait till all the coaches are gone before we make this decision. Because, you know, we just are so slow at the starting line with this coaching thing and the drafting thing. We are slow. What happened to the Raiders? What happened to it? Well, what happened to Al Davis? Where Davis goes, the Raiders go. That's what I say, and that's what he is. He's low and slow. And that's what the management structure of the Raiders has become. Low and very slow. Ronald Curry could step in for Moss, which I think it probably be the best thing that could happen for this whole team. Watch Curry run. He is a gaming son of a gun. I hope he doesn't pull his hammy again. Oh, he had a, an Achilles injury, which is very hard to come back from. He had two. I hope he plays. I hope he doesn't get injured. We need Ronald Curry in there to make it happen. And uh, Johnny Moran could get a shot in there, too. I don't give a shit about Moss. And it makes me sick to my ever-loving stomach that Art Shell continues to coddle that asshole. It just makes me freak out because it makes me think that we're going to keep that asshole. And I cannot believe that that's going to happen. Of course, Naomi Asumwa. Recorded two more interceptions in the game last week, which makes him tied with the lead in interception and a trip to the Pro Bowl. Deservedly so for that young man. He is a man of class and character, and he deserves to go to the bowl. And if he doesn't get to go, what better thing you know can you say about the fairness of the NFL? Oh, my gosh. St. Louis beat us last time. Uh, on October 13, 2002, 28-13. That's the deal that's happening. That's what's happening to the Oakland Raiders. They have issues as well as we do, okay? Uh, but they got some players, they got some gamers, and they're going to bring it. They are going to freaking bring it on the Oakland Raiders. I could take, you could take that shit to the bank today. Let's think about some questions that this team has because we got all kinds of questions and I don't know about how many answers. Uh, This is from Calico Jack, actually. Check out his blog. It is very, very good. He is a great blogger and a great poster. When he posts, it's so cerebral. I love it. I love it. So he goes on to say in his blog about some questions, and I could not... I looked at his blog and I said, oh, that's perfect because those are the same questions I was going to post individually and kind of make a bunch of shows out of it. We don't need to do that because we're near the end of this season. I think it's time to pose these questions. Calico Jack, thank you so much 
for posing them for the nation. So let's get them on out there, shall we? What is Al Davis' plan for the Raiders in 07 and beyond? We will never freaking know. The inner circle of the Oakland Raiders is very quiet, and you don't know jack until they come out with some announcement. And it's always late. Low and slow is what I said, and that's what will happen for us, of course, in the 07-08 offseason. It is making my stomach churn as I speak to think about it. Will Davis hire a new GM, or will Shell and Lombardi be forced to coexist in an unproductive relationship? I freaking hope not. That whole dysfunctional relationship will not be solved over this year. There will never be a time when Lombardi and Shell will get it together. That relationship is fractured forever, so one of them must go. And since Lombardi has done you know, some things for the Raiders organization, I don't know what, I personally think they both should hit the freaking pavement, but uh, I believe Shell is on his way out. Lombardi, of course, has the ear of Al Davis and is involved in much more than Shell, and I believe Shell has proved this season with his misfiring against Porter and the Moss situation, the uh, Gabriel trade, which is another thing. I'll just go on a tangent. Gabriel was released from the Patriot rats this week, which leads me to believe there is a problem with the young man. I liked Ronald Curry. I like his, his attitude. I like everything. But some sources were saying he has a bad attitude. Well, until I see that shit out on the media, I will not believe it. Because as far as I'm concerned, he kept his pie holes shut. He played football. He played hard football every single game. And that's all you can expect from a player. And if we don't pick him up because we hope to dump those two pieces of crap that we have currently in our wide receiver core, that would be a travesty for the Raiders. But it's going to be a tough call because we're getting a fifth-round draft pick for him, which, you know, it's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. Now, Sheldon Lombardi coming back for 07 in their old roles. I hope not. When you have a team with this kind of dysfunction and this kind of record, it's time to clean the house. And I say clean it all the way up to Al Davis's ass and get rid of everybody with the exception of Amy Trask perhaps because she really doesn't have a whole lot to do with football operations she really has a whole lot more to do with their legal side but not the you know the juice side not the side that makes a big difference and she did a great job with the tickets so keep her but everyone else along with the janitor can hit the freaking road Will Al Davis pay top dollar to hire the best coaches outside of the Raider family? Hasn't yet. Uh, it's been a long time since that decision was made with a wise eye. Uh, people will not want to work for the Raiders unless they're enticed by a huge change. Uh, we cannot have the organization as it sits and expect anyone with any brain to fall into this trap. Al Davis had a hard time last season trying to find a coach, and it's going to be like a like a night full of crickets as far as the phone ringing for coaches wanting to come. 
to the Oakland Raiders. Uh, we're going to have to pay someone insane money, and we're going to have to pay someone a uh, young gun, I hope, a young guy with smart, very sharp, like Gruden, to come in and restructure this team. And he's going to have to have 110% input from everybody and cooperation from the top man all the way down to the janitor in order for that to happen. Al Davis will not pay top dollar to hire the best coaches. That is not going to happen. Will Davis allow the eventual new head coach after Shell to pick up and choose his entire coaching staff and personnel? I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. I would think that in an organization that is normal in the NFL, the successful teams have done that formula for success. You cannot get a head coach that has an idea of who he wants to run his team in those parts, the the defense, offense, those things. I do hope we get uh, Rob Ryan as a head coach. You know what? It's a great thing. Rob Ryan is a head coach and a young guns offensive coordinator. And that is the solution from Raider Nation podcast. But as far as I'm concerned, the rest of the staff, that offensive coordinator has got to have his say. He has got to make those decisions. That guy's the one who's going to be ultimately responsible for the offensive production. And if <laughs> if Rob Ryan's anything like I think he is, he's going to find the best man to do the best job because that's his job. His job is to make sure that that happens. And I have total confidence in Rob, the mob Ryan. Will Davis allow the new hedge coach and GM to full authority to make trades and release players? No freaking way. Won't happen, hasn't happened, and it won't happen. It didn't happen with Gruden, didn't happen with anybody else. Uh, that means he's, that would say that he's letting go of the team, along with the entire coaching staff thing. He's going to have his fingers in there, and he's not going to let anybody just do what they want. He's going to have a very direct res response and responsibility over it. Thus, people are calling for Davis to step down and retire. That's a tough call, but, of course, with the Kansas City Chiefs founder and owner and on his deathbed with one foot in the grave, it only makes one ponder what we will do when Al is gone. Trippy place to be. Will the player personnel and scouting departments be bolstered in line with the $800-plus-million-dollar enterprise? Don't bet on it. Will Davis give up? The Reigns, the key management team, to allow for a vision outside the Raiders' box. Don't bet on it. Uh, are underperformers Moss and Malcontents Porter going to be traded or released? I would want that. I love that. I want it to happen. Don't bet on it. Moss is a turd that we're stuck with. It's like stuck on the underside of the bowl and you can't scrub it off. I think that no. Who do you think is going to want to pay for that overpraised big mouth? Nobody. Nobody wants a malcontent. He hasn't shown that he has any speed or desire to play the game. He wants to go make frosties or smoothies or whatever. He certainly doesn't want to play football. Get out. I would rather have Al pay him and just kick his ass off the team. But it will not happen. We will be stuck with Moss for at least another season. 
What is the blueprint for revamping and revitalizing the offensive unit? You're going to have to look to the new offensive coordinator, man. That's the guy who's going to have to make that happen. And that he's going to have to be doing all by himself. But Al won't let him. In all the major positions, leadership-wise, of a professional football team, quarterback, head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, GM, owner, the Raiders have many question marks, excluding defensive coordinator, which I would say, too. Who knows who's going to be in the rest of the positions? And I don't even know if Rob Ryan's going to be here. He might leave for a head coaching spot someplace else, which would not surprise me. It would not be a surprise if Mob Ryan is, is, is coaxed away by another team. And that would be ultimate irony for the Raider Nation. But do not hold your breath on him staying. I'm just saying it's a possibility. And if your ship is sinking and doesn't look like it's going to get fixed, maybe it's time for him to leave. He's a classy character. I love the guy. And I hope he stays with the team. But... Another possibility is he will not. Here we go. Is Brooks going to be released? He's got a one-year contract. Mm, do you think he's going to sign for another year? He probably will because that's probably the only offer he's going to get. He'll probably get a low contract and will probably keep him. Is Walter the QB of the future? I don't think so. If so, why isn't he getting valuable playing time in this last season, last part of the season, in this lost season, actually? I don't know. I probably think he's going to be traded off or released because he ain't making it. I don't see him making it. Uh, his contract's small, so maybe uh, maybe they'll keep him for that. And Tui's definitely gone because it's his last year, so we could be looking for another quarterback. The next question, are we going to draft a quarterback this year or trade for a quarterback and sign a free agent quarterback or what? Quinn, Smith, Vic, Sims, Leftwich, Ramsey, who? Who frickin' knows? My guess would be Leftwich, Vic, if it's possible. Al loves to have a shining star, and Vic would certainly be that, and it would draw a crowd. That would be the correct choice if Atlanta would get rid of him. I don't think they're gonna. Don't hold your breath. Ischel coming back as a coach in 07. I hope not. I love Archell. He's got a great heart. He's a good guy. He's, he's a great guy. I'm sure he's a great neighbor. He's a good buddy. But as far as a coach is concerned, what I could see is leadership. What I could see is Meyer the highway and not the negotiator. Sometimes you have to walk a thin line, and I think Coach Shell has walked off the line. Is Shoup good enough to be offensive quarter in 2007? Not just no, but fuck no. No way. Is Jim Fossil under consideration? I hope that our offensive coordinator is someone other than a dinosaur or a rekindle or a retread or a retard. We need to have somebody in here that's fresh, has a good idea, is new, is ready to go, work 25 hours a day, get the job done, be on it, new, fresh plays for our team to make them successful and plays that will make the skills of these players shine, which is woefully missing and will continue to be so the rest of this year. Watch John Shoup's offense. 
will get us nowhere in the next game or so. He's had his chance. Forget about it. Can Lombardi and Shell coexist? Hell no. Forget about it. Won't happen. Will former GM Ron Wolf be brought out of retirement? Would you want to come back to this mess out of, after being retired? Would you want the headaches of this team? Ron Wolf ain't coming back. Don't hold your breath for that one either, buddy, because you'll be blue. You'll be blue. How good is Al Davis' health, and who will be designated to be the key decision maker? Well, it's Al Davis. Until his last breath, let me tell you, he is going no place. The organization is in disarray. There are major obstacles to winning in this and having success with the Raiders. There needs to be some big-time changes upstairs, at the very least to change the attitude of the players and the, the uh, view of the, the fans. Because I'll tell you, as this Raider fan, this season and the last four have been bullshit. And I am sick and tired of paying my hard-earned money to sit in those stands and watch this bungle at the Raiders Coliseum happen year after year after year. I bleed silver and black, Raider Nation. Don't get me wrong. And I will tell you that if, if it were up to me, all these changes would be. And if I were king, things would be done just like that. But I'm not. I'm not king, I'm not prince, I'm not anybody, but I am Raider Greg. So, anyway, <laughs> it is just unfreaking believable. Let's go to the Raider Nation podcast forum and dump the rest of this. Let's hope the Raiders beat the doggone lambs. In other words, let us silence the lambs. All aboard! <laughs> I, 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 and we can have a good time. We'll be at the tailgate with all the folks. I'm bringing my daughter to this game. We're going to have some fun. It's her game. She won this game because um, my kids each get to go. It's her turn. So we'll be whooping it up in the parking lot. That's for damn sure. So here we go to the first commenta. Raider Rick, my good brother, Raider Rick, the draft. One other thing he's saying, I'm calling for Troy Smith if he's not on the board for us. He's a younger Aaron Brooks with a better arm. Hell yes. He's short, though. Al won't like him. We need an athletic guy that can sit in the pocket and make moves when he needs to. Brooks has proven with her own line. Um, unless we plan on addressing the own line seriously, then I vote for Troy Smith. Um, what do you think, New York Tommy Raider? <laughs> That's what he says. And I say, Troy Smith ain't going to get a shot in doggone Oakland. A, because he's too short. B, because he's probably going to want 20 mil a year. Uh, some ridiculous amount of money, and you know what? We got so many needs that we ain't going to dip into that pool. It's just too much gold for us to come out of pocket with. We don't have the cap room, which is a whole nother issue, and we'll have to talk about that as we get closer to the draft. 
And, of course, this kind of sums up the whole, you know what, I'm going to call this podcast the bullshit podcast because Colorado Chris, my good brother out there in Colorado hostile territory, is coming up. Subject, simple, bullshit, I'm out. That's what he says. That was after the Bungles game, and it was perfect, perfect, perfect commentary on that fiasco. CNY Raider fan comes in with, should Shell get fired? I say, yes, he needs to be fired, let go uh, for his health. Whatever excuse they want to use, Shell must go. Shell's lost all the credibility in Oak Town. At the end of the year, should Shell get fired? Yes. Should he look for another coach outside the organization or promote Ryan? I think they should promote Ryan and find some young gun offensive coordinator. That's Raider Nation podcast's take. Just a thought because the one coach out there seems to be have his squad moving in the right direction is Rob Ryan. Absolutely. Could he manage the team? Would he want to take over the Ill, ill-fated Raider team? I think Al Davis is going to come out with some huge dollars to make him take that headache. He has a lot of enthusiasm. He's a great guy, but I'll tell you, I'd love to have him do it, but watch out because, like I said, man, Rob Ryan could be packing his valise at the end of the season and going somewhere else where they need a good defense, and that ain't no lie. That's what I'm saying. New York Tommy Raider. My offseason thoughts. Even though I'm a Michigan U fan, T. Smith is the truth. He's beaten my college team three times, the only Ohio State quarterback to do so. He reminds me of Drew Brees, but he's not tall. But he's an accurate passer. He's smart. He has a strong arm and nice mobility. But he's short. I like him too, but he costs too much freaking money. It ain't going to happen. We will not pick the top guy. We will trade him if we can. Um, We might go down. We might pass him up. You know, It's going to be a funky, weird draft this year. I can guarantee it. It will really depend on who we get rid of right away off season and what turmoil ensues. We have so much we have to do, Tommy, to make this team right. And the speed at which Raiders do things is just at a snail's pace. And it's just sickening to see it just wallow around like this and nothing happening. We need someone to make big decisions, bad decisions, big decisions, good decisions right away and make it happen. Of course, we need our O-line fixed. We need a defense. We need a front four on the defense that needs some help. Secondary is fine. We need a hungry offensive coordinator. Let's get some fresh guy with some new ideas, like I said, not some recycle, like I said, too. Can we get something or someone in this organization to be excited about? Look at Tennessee. They're pumped about Young. I hate losing, but if I saw some sort of future, it would be easier to swallow. I guess the defense is that for us. Not really, because uh, if we were that strong on a defense, we could come out like Tampa Bay did and just go all the way, because we weren't that strong. We were good, but we weren't that good. Look at the Cincinnati game. That's all I have to say. Our weak point is the run, and it's obvious when we have good running backs, we get pummeled. Free agency found Matt Scum, Chris Sims, no way. Michael Turner, another restricted free agent, no. Eric Johnson, eh, no. No, Eric Johnson. Jeremy Stevens, just kidding. Yeah, no way. 
there's just nobody out there. There's Tommy. I can tell you, there's there's a lot of retreads, but we, I don't want to go there. We need to get some good, solid people and see who's released in the offseason before we make any moves on any free agent acquisitions. This is from Raider Frank. Dub Gabriel has been released from New England Patriots. What do we do? The Raiders know something before they trade them. Doug Gabriel's not damaged goods. I don't think he had a bad attitude. I don't think any of that stuff. I think it's all speculation and rumor. And I think, as you do, that we should keep him on the team. Of course, a dingo ate my baby. Came in with the same thing. Doug Gabriel got cut from New England last night. Very interesting development considering the team doesn't have much of the way of wide receivers. Um, there's been mumblings about his attitude. Well, and his tendency to drop the ball, and all I heard was he he fumbled a ball on a loss they had, I guess their last loss, and that's why they cut him. Well, I just think that that's silly. I think it's silly <laughs> that you cut somebody for one fumble. If that was the case, the Razor lose half the offense right away. I think we should get uh, Gabriel off waivers. I think we should take him. Put him through a very good physical and move on. We'll need him for sure in this next season because he is a hell of a receiver as far as I'm concerned. Like you say here, I'd rather have him on the line than witted or witless like I call him. He's so hot and cold, you never know what you're going to get from that guy. And, of course, a dingo ate my baby comes in with, oh, yeah, one last thing, Moss is a biatch. You better believe it. I think so, too. Well, Raider fans, that's it, man. Nothing positive, nothing big, nothing happening yet. We will keep you informed as things roll on and we'll be hanging there at the Ram games. Let's silence them lambs. Get your ass in the seats. Let's make some noise and see what happens. It should be nice weather. No rain, that is. It'll be cold. It'll be wet. It'll be a football day. So get your ass down there. Expect it. Until after the silence of the lambs, this is Raider Greg, and I, my friends, I am out.